Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChambaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits. Making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you can pay? And his partner, Fela Tapender Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Oh, I wish it could be Christmas. Well, it's Wrestling Daft Day. It's no Christmas yet. Wrestling Daft is here, your favourite podcast about the wrestling game. My name's Rob Florence. Grado is with me as ever. He has the man who has beat uh, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> he is the man who has beat uh, Red Lightning, Rudo. He is the man who has beat... I list as long as my arm here. Did you beat Abyss? Did you beat Abyss? Uh, I didn't beat a bus. I was meant to till about half an hour before the match. He beat Scotty too hotty, and he. Have you ever had a stink face? After no, I wanted to take it, but Shah took it instead. He wanted a stink like, face. It's the man it. himself who wanted a stink face. It's Grado. How you doing, my man? You all right? I'm good, mate. All good. I'm feeling great. Feeling fine. Lovely to see you. Um, and I'm looking forward to talking some smash and some smash talk. Let's talk some smash talk, mate. This is the <laughs> number one premier smash talk podcast. On the internet, uh, what kind of week have you had, Grado? I understand you are in rehearsal for a pantomime. Yeah, it's been a pretty busy week, Rob. I'll tell you. Um, you know, this week I was involved. I can't say too much about it, but just please watch it and hug me. Now. You could see me on the telly. We are WWE champion uh, through some sort of satellite. Um, that's all I'm giving you. Um, and also this week I've started pantomime rehearsals. Not quite the same. And we are only just in a week and a half, and then shoving it in fucking YouTube. But um, apart from that, everything's everything's all right. I've, I've so hug, wait a minute, hold on. Can I just go back? So you're saying uh, hug me? You are going to be on a satellite link with an unnamed WWE champion. Yep. Yep. Who was? Is live. it Chris Benoit? It's <laughs> not Chris Benoit. Uh, um, try to think of other WWE champions. Yes. He's, he's taller than Chris Benoit. He's taller Ooh. than Benoit. Is he less homicidal than Benoit? He's slightly less homicidal than Benoit. Mm. He's... What else can I say? Is he oh, yeah. less homicidal than Superfly Jimmy Snooker? Where does he rank on the list of WWE murderers? Is he high? Mm-hmm. Or is he low? Have you ever seen him high? Has he ever been high? I've, has he ever been high? Mm. I've never seen him high. I've I'm going to stop him. you there before you get yourself in any trouble. Let's look at some correspondence for the last episode. 
Somebody got in touch and said, now, John always gives us these big paragraphs that people get in touch, gain as praise, so I have to sit and read out praise at the start of the episode as if we're really insecure, which of course we are. We're in the entertainment industry. Definitely. Just wanted to let you guys know you were my top podcast on Spotify rap this year, having listened to 74 episodes over 5,242 minutes. I was on the Mark show a few months ago and I said to John, Alex and Gary, this is one of my favourite podcasts. Turns out it's not just one of my favourites, but also my top podcast of the year. So thank you, everyone involved. And if it's any consolation after a shite year, you've made my 2020 a bit better. And that's fake Rico. Rico. Uh, it's yeah. a cool name, isn't it? Rico Very nice. Yeah, Rico. No, Rico Constantino. Hurry up, Jeff. God damn it. Hurry up. Remember that? Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Rico. He's uh, a postman now. Is he? He's a what? A post? He's a postman in Las Vegas. Ah. Right. I, uh, I remember it because he's been a postman for like 10 years, but I remember... Like maybe in 2013, being in uh, Vegas with my bud and like walking about actually looking for him. You know that way? Make sure Rico, man. It's a oh, aye, aye. Try to fight. It's a wee place. Rico, is he a patron? I think he is, yeah. Mm. Well, let's double check that because let's. he might not like us that much. You know what I mean? He's been listening to our, our podcast for free for all this time. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll look into that. Hopefully have some information on that by the end of the year. Uh, shout out to Scott Johnson and Emma Louise, by the way, who both listened to seven episodes in one day. How did uh, how what, did they tell us that, or is this have you got evidence of this, John? Uh, well, basically, you know, on Spotify, you get shown like what your top podcasts of the year were, and a lot of the listeners are. Hey, John, John, we know about fucking Spotify. Is. <laughs> yeah. We know. What's, you, think, you think you're talking to your fucking granda here? I well, he's asking <laughs> how I got the information. I'm telling him. Uh, but he he's just anyway. Shout out to Scott Johnson and Emma Louise for that for listening to seven episodes in one day. They are of course both in Berlin, so it's not a big surprise. <laughs> also, Draftash on Twitter who listened to the show for a total of six thousand one hundred and four minutes across the year as well. That is fantastic. Hope I said your name right there. It's either Draftash. Or daft hash or daft ache or draft well, ache. Who uh, knows? Who, who you knows? See, if you if you read too fake, you wouldn't read it like too fash. Right, hold on. I've got another. I've got here's another big giant a fucking letter for somebody, right? A big giant love letter. Uh, so I'll need to put on one of my voices if I'm going to read any. Am I going to read this? It's massive. Sure, is it worth reading, John? I, yeah, I, w- I would say so. I, I appreciate people. I always feel that people that email and they've went to that extra effort of you know doing the email. Definitely, so man. Rap, but no, I need to go to the extra effort of reading the email out. This is what it's all about, but. I'm no fucking Tiger Tim on, on fucking Radio Clyde back in, hey. back in the day. I don't need to do this. I've heard a lot about Tiger, Tiger Tim recently, man. What have you heard about Tiger Tim? Just people, Gary Marshall for Go Radio says um, he thinks they've got the potential to be the next Tiger Tim. So, there you go. <laughs> What's that? Why is that funny? He'd get a potential to be doing the announcements at Parkhead. Be... Is that what Tiger Tim did? Tiger did. Tim definitely did the announcements. He did, aye. Oh, so you could aspire to that one day, mate. We, well, George Bowie we... used to do um, Ibrooks, didn't he? So... Right, so here we go. First up, uh, right, so uh, this is uh, John O'Hare for the bottom end of Lossy Mouth saying, uh, First up, let me just see I'm a lifelong wrestling fan, but I've only recently just discovered your podcast. <laughs> Binging it to death at work on the road a lot, and it's great. Folk must think I'm fucking crazy laughing my whole bag off as I'm driving down the road. So to my questions, and it's about the whole heater table angle. <laughs> Does Reigns need Heyman? I would say no. Reigns is plenty capable of talking shit and doing it on his own. I think they're trying to turn him heel too quick. I agree with Jake Roberts. It needs time. A slow but I agree with Jake Roberts as if he fucking works with Jake Roberts. Fucking! <laughs> I agree with Jake Roberts. Are you seen in the canteen now, then? <laughs> it needs time. A slow burn. Look at Michael's heel turn for the rockers. Odd mistake. A wee argument here and there. And boof. 
fucked Marty Rick through the windy. Are they lowering you so stock by making a brains kind of whipping boy? Guy's been a tag champ and he's a legit wrestler. I think he's a lot better than what he's doing. He has been given some spotlight and shown that he can bring it properly when needed. I just think they're making an arse of the poor guy, TBH. Incidentally, off on a tangent here, what the fuck are they doing with Billy Kay? She's far better than this crap they have her doing with CVs and stuff. Is she injured or something? Stay safe, lads, and thanks again. Jonah here for a bottom end, a lossy mouth. There you go. A big diatribe. Listen, there wasn't that much praise for us there. There was like one sentence of praise for us there, joining in. The rest was about fucking Roman Reigns and Billy Kay. I don't think this guy's listened to us enough because this is the kind of letter if it was sent in and like the put over or buddy, Rob, you would go fucking shut up. I, I well, I reckon you would, would you? No, I wouldn't. I would right, never, okay, sorry, I would never treat my listeners like that. Maybe hey, it was meant to come to Mark's program. Maybe it was meant to come to us. That's the kind of shit. That's the kind of shit you was like. Uh, John O'Hare, I just want to say, what is that accent I put, mate? It's a really <laughs> weird. <laughs> Something get pointed out by the great. Ian Drew Dice Clay on Twitter this week. Me and Grado love following this guy. There's a bloke in UK fan forum who went to Jake Roberts training camp in 2002. He paid a few hundred quid to sit there and watch Super Tape 92 as Jake called all of today's wrestlers shit. Then he left without teaching them anything. Grado, was this a similar experience to you? Very much. It was. We never watched the tape, but he did bury everything. He did say that nobody else in the world can do the DDT, right? Um... Honky Tonk Man, no. Raven, no. He, he said that nobody can work. The only thing that I do remember him, I mean, he ran, he went on and on and on. I mean, he did punch me. I've spoken about this before, and he did say that Drew was was, was the only one that was going to make it. But I can, I, I do believe that in 2002, Jake was kind of everywhere. He, that's, that was what he was doing. He was going from school to school, getting money and just sitting there with his belly out, just talking, sitting fucking whiskey and eating Mars bars, man. Was there, anybody that he, was there anybody that he put over? I think maybe Kurt Angle, actually. Kurt Angle. Cool. That's good. Fair play. Well, after last week, it was revealed that the naming rights to NXT were swapped for a pair of WrestleMania tickets by Adam Shame, aka Coach Trip. A couple of our listeners have suggested that other rumours they heard that they were swapped for Jimmy Held. It was for 40 Benson and Hedges and a bag of cans. <laughs> While Kyle suggested that it was a, a Quenchy Cup and 10 Chelsea ones. <laughs> Now, every week we actually come up with puns based in wrestling. This week we're getting in the festive spirit at last. Grado wanted to hear your Christmas-based wrestling wordplay. This is beneath me, but it's nice to laugh at, isn't it? Here's what you had to offer. Uh, Gary, get in touch with Braun Snowman and Hulk Ho Ho Hogan. Gary, with Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Gangrelf and Sean Michael Bublé. Emma, in with December Moon, Rudolf Ziggler and Becky Grinch. Becky Grinch is good, right? Oh, I just don't know if I'm liking the Christmas. I, I right, you, you get a chance. It's, right, okay, but I'm just saying it's much better when we do, you know, like, what do, how... Right, don't, how? hold on, don't bury it yet, man. Right, it was okay. fucking just started. Right. There's, there's a thousand of these to read. Oh. Steve-O Steve says Bobble Lashley, Rick Rudolph and Young Bucks Fizz. That's funny, Young Bucks Fizz is funny. Uh, Daniel says J Kinderbread Mahal. And Drew Galloway in a manger. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, Craig with Christmas tree minute warning. <laughs> oh, it's so bad, it's good. Paul with the Godfather Christmas. Don't get that one. Cameron with sensational sherry trifle. That's funny. <laughs> the Rock and Polar Express. That's funny. Oh, come Aspen Faithful. <laughs> Baby, it's stone cold outside. <laughs> and Rudolph the Red Light Fiendier. Jesus Christ. Shit, man, come on. 
Stephen, we cut Angel, Hardcore Holly Wreath, and Fairy Tale of New Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Right, hold on. I'm going to just skim here to look for good ones. Right, I'm going to look for good ones. Uh, David went for Mariah Carey and All I Want for Christmas is Eugene. I like that. You, of course you like that. You love Eugene, didn't you? Uh, last week's Listener of the Week. This is a big one. Last week's Listener of the Week trying to retain his title came in with Drop Mistletoe Hold. Aye. Santa Marella. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and Extreme Yules. Yep, that's good. Extreme Yules is pretty good. Uh, what else is good? Mm, Edgenog. That's good for Stuart. Edgenog is good, isn't it? Edgenog is good. Oh, this one's good, CK. Paul Bearer of Gifts. Paul <laughs> 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 Bearer of Gifts is so shit, isn't it? A bit good. Oh, so good. Um, Terry, we Adam Lump of Coal. John Selection Boxley. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Hold on, hold on. Uh, is there something you like here, John, that I'm not mentioning? There's two, there's two that I like. I like Bethlehem Phoenix. Beautiful. And I like Big Benny, who went for some songs. So he's went for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Roman Reigns, dear. And he's went for Deck Scott Hall with Hardcore Holly. Fa-la-la-la-la, la-la-la-na. Oh, Fa-la-ba-la-la-la-la. Lana, he's, he's actually... How many wrestlers do you think he's putting that? Count them, count them John. Right, so... Scott Hall. Aye, Scott Hall, Hardcore Holly, Lana. You've missed out Falabar. Is Falabar wrestler? I did not know that. Four wrestlers in the one, hang me. That's good. That's that's good. That's a that's a record. Deck Scott Hall with Hardcore Holly, Falabar. Right, Lana. No, boys, I'm calling an end to the puns. I'm calling an end to it. Really? No. an end to it. No. No. I've been overruled. Right, well, what are we doing next weekend? Right, well, this is the thing. It's hard, mate. It's hard. Because I don't know why they, every, every time I have to think about it, I go... What about murderers? Murderers! <laughs> murderers! <laughs> murderers! 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 Since you were, since you're going to be talking to a murderer at Hugman A, I think on a, on a programme presented <laughs> oh. by a murderer as well, Aye. we oh, are, wow, are wow, going to wow, wow. get some murderer-related wrestler puns. <laughs> Oh um, my god, that's amazing! I try to think uh, okay, if we can think any of the new. Um, do you see when you think of murderers? Do you use to slight right away think of Myra Hindley and Rose West and all that? Rose West, that I went straight to Rose West. Who's Adam Rose West. <laughs> Adam Rose West. <laughs> Adam Rose West is fucking brilliant, mate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, I was just I was well, I mean, it doesn't have to be necessarily all murders. It could be the murder weapon or... Harold, Harold Kidman. <laughs> Harold Kidman is good. I like Harold Kidman. <laughs> That's weird, Gredo, because I was trying to try to think of Harold Shipman one I as man. well. Why are we going to Harold Shipman? That's weird, isn't it? Aye, man, because he fucking... It's oh, a bit of a legend, God, I mean, isn't he? I went through... Like... Me, Shat Gnome, went through a fucking six months of plastering Harold Shipman's own head on every fucking wrestler we ever... Hudden were fucking photo library. I, and I, I mean, did... everybody. We had Harold Shipman Hudden, the ROH pure title. We had Harold Shipman in an RF video shoot interview. We had fucking everything, man. Uh, it was. Uh... And I remember one time I, I was I was in uh, I was in the motor with Jack Jess and I was scrolling through my photos, and he'd obviously been looking. He went, "Why have you got so many pictures of Harold Shipman?" <laughs> <laughs> I've got one. Ted King Kong Bundy. 
<laughs> oh, that's a belt. Oh, that's a screamer, isn't it? Ten thing Tom Bundy is brilliant. I can't believe and if you, you want to cancel your is, fucking gimmick, man, that was great. If you want to get in touch with us about any of that, or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at Wrestling Daft at gmail.com. Now, every week we like to separate the good for the bad in the wrestling, the Home Alones for the Home Alone threes. Uh, now, in terms of burying and putting over, there's something I want to put over from this. I just want to say that I've been enjoying NWA Shockwave on YouTube, even though they've just been repackaging stuff. Uh, they've only been repackaging stuff that was featured on Primetime Live on their kind of pay-per-view uh, deal that they had running so it's kind of all stuff but it's a good way to catch up on some great matches so I want to put that over that happening I want, also want to put over a Drew flinging that fucking money in the bank case about 500 fucking metres through there I don't are know if you ta- saw that is he, is he tag team champions for Sheamus? no no alright um, anyway that's what I'm putting but there's something else I want to put over but I'll talk about that later well but before I start like I, I was like um it's funny, like, I don't know, see the way everybody's totally losing their shit about um, Kenny Omega going to TNA, to show up in TNA. Did anybody just feel very underwhelmed by all that? Like, do you know what I mean? It would have maybe been cool, something like that, 10 years ago. I don't know, I just get the feeling. And then what, they, they done an interview on his bus, so he wasn't actually there. I do believe he is going to be wrestling at the next yeah. pay-per-view. But, um, I don't know. I think I like... I always, I always like promotions working together. Um, and I think, I've, I've always thought this, I've thought this for a long time, actually. If people really want to poke one right in the eye of WWE, the one thing WWE doesn't do well, doesn't know how to do well, doesn't like doing, is working with other promotions and making exciting things happen with other promotions. Even though I think Triple H came out and said, oh, we're always happy to work with other promotions if the deal is right. We know if it's right for business and all that. Now, what that means is he's happy to work with other promotions if it means the WWE eating their fucking promotions up. Well, do you know, right? do you but, ever remember the, sorry for cutting you off, um, but do you ever remember the time the, the... Yeah, you can hear you. There we go, you're back. Yep. Do you ever remember the time um, TNA hired out Ric Flair and basically... Uh, WWE said, look, for your next pay-per-view, you can have anybody you want. And literally, Brad, Pitt, Brad, 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 Bruce Pritchard basically said, look, at the time, WWE would have gave them anybody, like they would have gave them John Cena to turn up, but TNA picked fucking Christian Cage because he'd been on TNA before. You just remember that? He's not that I, don't, I don't believe for one fucking second they would have given them John Cena. Right, okay, maybe, John, maybe no John Cena, but they could have got somebody... Of male note that had never been in TNA before for an I don't know. It's easy to say that after the fact. I, I, I don't believe a WWE would ever get anybody that's any kind of draw to TNA in a situation like that. I just don't. They've just they don't. They don't have any previous for doing that. Even when even when they ran the storyline of CM Punk fucking off with the belt, and everybody was like, "How cool would this be if he just ended up turning up on other promotions and other shows doing this?" And everybody knew that was the way to play it, and they couldn't pull the trigger on it. They couldn't bring themselves to pull the trigger on that. Because, you know, they just they've just never been able to do that kind of stuff. It's not how Vince operates. And I've always thought this is what these other promotions should be doing. AEW and NWA and TNA and all these companies, Impact, all, all that family bash. They, they should Gredo's family bash. They should all be 
working together, doing big super shows and, and helping each other out. There's there's no harm. There's no fucking they're not gonna do each other any harm, but they will do WWE harm if they do that kind of stuff because they'll start to make WWE look like the odd ones out, look like the kind of mm. outsiders on the scene. You know what I mean? So I I'm, I mean I'm all I'm all up for um lending out fucking creator to AEW if they want them. Is Crater signed to an exclusive contract for you? I uh, he can only basically the contract that I've signed him to is he can only do uh, family wrestling shows at the Pavilion in Glasgow with me. Right, okay. Have you got a so, proper contract made up, Credo? Oh, you better believe it, boy. Signed, sealed, delivered, the full lot of them. He's yours. Their copyrights, I get to pick their music. That's, I always say, right. I'm getting to pick my music and then I fucking wait till like seven hours before it and I'm on YouTube typing in uh, mysterious music and all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you own the rights to, if I wanted to mass market a creator figure? Uh, you need to come through me, mate. I would need to go through you. Yeah, I can maybe let you Because call. I think there's a lot of kids out there, if they woke up on Christmas morning with a creator figure and their Christmas stocking, they're going no, to be very, really happy. If I was to lend you a creator, I would have him wrestle under the pseudonym that I, that he was supposed to wrestle under. What was a sport? Stench, but he refused to, to work under Stench, which I thought was a fucking... What a wrestling name for a big guy like that. Stench. It's Stench. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could have made a lot of money. A creator always makes you think, think like, it was a hang my I used to say, he's a daft creator. Yeah. Huh? That's a thing. You used to say that. Who said that? Mama used to say. It. Oh, right, so let's see what the punters are burying and what they're putting over. Ben wants to bury himself for trying to avoid the spoilers about who won the AEW title match and then clicking on a story about Sting at AEW. What was I thinking? Oh, hold on, I want to put over Sting. Sting's fucking appearance at AEW. I can't believe I forgot that. I love that entrance. I love that entrance. I've said this before, mate. I've said this before on this very show that see for an entrance, fake snow fawn is fucking better than anything else you can do for an entrance. They used to do it in Hustle, Japan. They would have the whole fucking stadium, snow falling in the whole stadium, and it's mm. mind-blowing to look at, and that effect was absolutely gorgeous when Sting came out in that snow. It was fantastic. What did you make of Sting turning up? I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, I, I liked his, his music, was good. Fucking fair play to the guy. He, he sold the record amount of T-shirts on pro wrestling tees, with in the first twenty four hours before it was even like five o'clock at night. With that all elite sting t shirt. Aye. Crazy man. <clears throat> Crazy. He should shave his hair. Oh, did you not see somebody on Twitter was talking about the amount of times that Sting has debuted with shit hair? Mm. Apparently this is a thing. If you go back to when he debuted like his first sting, he said it was all the gaff. At TNA he said it was all the gaff. WWE it wasn't he died, right? So aye, the weird die job, but he, you know he looked great. He's a star. He's sting. Can you say it always looks good? So good shout there, Ben. Uh, ben wants to put over uh, Don Callis or showing Jr. How to commentate. We need Robin Gredo to do the same move against Walter in X NXT UK. You can do it, Gredo. What's that? What's he talking about? Oh. Gredo doing comms on NXT UK. Gredo uh. doing commentary on NXT UK. No, I don't think that's going to happen. <clears throat> I would commentate in NXT UK. They could use You'd me, I think. That, they could use good. me. Bobby Gladwin could be back. Co uh, Colin wants to put over... <laughs> was that your SWE name, Bobby Gladwin? You were a commentator, weren't you? I was a, yeah, I was Bobby what Gladwin, a commentator. Who the fuck did you get Bobby Gladwin for? Uh, well, Robert, Robert Bobby, right? right? And Gladwin is my ma's maiden name, so... It was oh, just... that's fucking... 
That's nice. Colin. <laughs> that's nice. Oh, that's nice. Colin wants to put a sting on AEW, and I'm looking like he was going to winch every cunt in the ring. That was weird, wasn't it? He was just going up and really checking people out. It was as if he was almost like, you know how sometimes when you go and see an old grander in the old folks' home, right? And the old grander kind of walks up to you and goes dead close to your face to check that you're actually a real person. <laughs> before You know, before they talk to you, just examining you. That's what it looked like. It looked like Sting was just trying to remind himself what people look like. Um, Colin wants to bury Roman's teeth. I just think he looks like he could eat an apple through a letterbox now. Well, That's what my uncle Jimmy used to say. He could eat an apple through a letterbox. He... But you, but you don't want you wouldn't want Roman turning up and fucking. He's the type of guy you know. He's a big bad heel. He's the, the the head of the table, and you're standing in your fucking house. You try to eat your own apple, and then Roman's teeth come through your letterbox. Come on. Just fucking. Everybody, straight away has a sort of kind of dislike for MD that has veneers. There. Exactly. It's, like, it's a heel go, move, isn't it? Getting veneers. You mean MD with veneers? You kind of go. Oh, Do you remember when? Um, what's his name? Uh, is it Radian? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 Rylan. 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 Who's Rylan? He was Rydian? an X-Factor as well. He That's well funny because he was X-Factor. Oh, right, right. Rylan, when Rylan got his teeth done like that, he was He became a heel. He became a heel. That was a heel. <laughs> right. Um, so Liam wants to bury fuck all. He can't be asked. But he wants to put <laughs> Robin Grado for keeping him amused with the podcast as his pub's still shut. And he wants to put all this AEW Omega and Dawn Impact crossover shite. Looking forward to see how far this thing's gone, Gadgy. Um, he's just drunk. That guy's drunk. Uh, Daniel wants to put our Biggie's new music and bring him back the chalk. Did you see that? Did you see Biggie's got his own music now? Well, I need to hear this right now. Boof, I hear it? Boof, boof. He's doing the chalk business that he used to do when he was in, in NXT. Gredo's just checking that, that out just now. I'll keep going. ICW on the network. Daniel's happy with the good stuff, it says. He enjoyed the war game matches for TakeOver. And he wants to bury Josh Matthews. He says his commentary is effing pish. Effing oh, pee, he says. Mick wants to put your sting. The most phoned bury... in commentary ever is fucking Josh's. I wouldn't mind. I'd tell him that to his fucking face and all. Here, Mick wants to bury the thought of Sting having a proper match, even if it is with Jericho. No. Who out there doesn't want to see Sting versus Jericho? I would like to see Sting versus Jericho. But I'll tell you what I would like to see Mare than Sting versus Jericho. You know the Sting versus Jericho would be a good match because you know that Jer- you know they would work out something good, right? But the match I want to see in AEW with Sting is with who? Miro. No. No. Absolutely not. Omega? No. No. Cody. Oh, Dustin, I'll be Dustin. No, it's Darby Allen. Ah. That is the match I want to see. I want to see Darby Allen beating Sting in the middle of the ring. I feel as if I feel as if that would be a nice kind of almost like passing of the torch type thing. I think Darby Allen's got that nice outsider appeal. Um that He's Sting is known. Goffs. Yeah, they would have got that kind of outsider vibe. So I would like to see that match. I would like to see that match, and I think I would be happy to have a young guy put Sting away. You know what I mean? Here's something that nobody has even considered. All right. What about what are the chances of us seeing Sting versus Undertaker and AEW? Oh, you just fought with that right now. You just fought with that right now. Sting's in there. 
he's signed a contract. He's mm-hmm. supposedly there full time. Wow. Right? Undertaker, I would imagine, will go into Hall of Fame next year for WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. And then he'll be gone. Then he'll be away from that company. But Taker, Taker's too much a Vince boy, though, isn't he? he Listen, John, money talks. Tony Khan would fucking pay anything for that match. I, I can see that happening. No, Rab, you've, you've totally made me think that. No, only that. No, only that. I have a feeling that with everything Undertaker's done, the goodbye, the farewell has been done, the Hall of Fame thing will get done and stuff like that. I've got a feeling That's that even if Taker went to Vince and said, would you be cool when we go on? No, as Undertaker, obviously, he couldn't be fucking Undertaker, but would you be cool when we go on AEW and having a match against Sting and doing that? And I think Vince would be like, it's fine. You've Excellent. done your thing. He's done his fucking shift at WWE. Aye, a day. With a the, genuinely with, day, with he's with done. His, what would his AEW name just Mark Calloway? Yeah, I mean, it would still be absolute fucking money, that much. Match. The Gravedigger. Sting versus Mark Calloway would be, would be money. Gravedigger and Mark Callis. Could be. That's mad, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, but was you're thinking about it now, aren't you? You're thinking this Aye, is man. actually possible. It could fucking happen. See, you're fucking good at this shit, man. I wish I had your imagination. Speaking of imagination, how are you getting on with writing the British wrestling drama, which has really whetted my appetite? Right, okay. For anybody that doesn't know, which which is everybody, because I've only really said to Grado about it, and to John, about it, I mentioned it to, to John, but I'm currently writing, in the process of writing a drama about... British wrestling, um, which is coming along quite well, I would say. There's been a lot of things done about British wrestling in the UK. There's been, well, there's no been, there's no been a lot of things done about British wrestling. There's been a few things done about British wrestling in the UK, but they've always been kind of comedy things. They've always been kind of weird. What was that thing like? Walk like a panther and stuff. Oh my god! But there was. But that I kinda... was the movie John where I went and said it was shit and thing. We had a, 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 a money money in it. Remember. That's right, yeah, Gordon. Yeah. yeah, that yeah, that was a real put your foot in it moment, Grado. Gordon, in an interview with Gordon Smart, who used to be right for the Sun, Grado was talking about how shit the movie was until Gordon turned around and said, "Actually, I had ten percent of the movie." <laughs> what? I, I had no idea, man. I was like, "What, what do you mean? Was... Like he invested in it?" I invested. Mm-hmm. I because St- Stephen Graham was in it and all that sort of stuff as well, wasn't he? And it was he invented he so he invested ten percent of the budget. Yeah. He put in five hundred quid. <laughs> <laughs> there good. we go. Yeah, there we go. No, but uh, I so I'm writing a wee drama about the about the last days of the televised British wrestling back in the eighties. You look to read one line for the script. Focusing on Big Daddy and King Kong Kirk. Have you got? Uh, have you got the other crab tree? Is there plenty of crab trees? No, there's only really well. There's Max Crabtree as well, um, but it's you know it's primarily about the um, the fallout from uh, King Kong Kirk's passing. Mate, that is a great idea. And do you know who I think I can imagine if everything went to plan, who would be Shirley Crabtree's wife, Big Daddy's wife? Can you know just see it now? Playing a worried wife because his man's a man's going up the road. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Right, don't okay. say anything. I, don't say anything. Are, is, is she a British actress? Aye. Has she got blonde hair? No. Has she? Well, did she used to have blonde hair? Never. Who are you thinking about then? Olivia Coleman. Can just imagine her going? Oh, but Shirley, don't get up to that, Shirley. Come on. Oscar winner. Oscar winner. Olivia Coleman. We often it on, because you know the way she always plays that fucking. Look at you, 
Pure. <laughs> You've been watching The Crown too much, Craig. Fucking right, mate. I love The Crown. I've been watching everything but the royal family. <laughs> See, I thought. Who? You, 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 listen. <laughs> what? Nothing. I'm just trying to play because, like, you're asking. You don't set the bar high, mate. Don't be like fucking. Start, start with the Oscar winner, Rab. Start with the Oscar winner. Yeah, Olivia Coleman. Go for it. It's going to be like it'd be a TV drama, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so I it's like it probably wouldn't. It probably wouldn't be Olivia Coleman. I haven't actually thought any actors. I'm just in the process of writing it, mate. I'm what just in the process of writing it. And it would have to be pitched and who if he caught the street? Bet. Bet. Liz McDonald. Liz McDonald. What age is Liz? What what age is Liz McDonald? She was in fucking I'm a celebrity last week, and she's vegan. Thanks for that input, guys. Good luck, mate. No, I'm just trying to catch. She's not bad. What I say? Who's going to play Big Daddy though, Rab? That's the big question. Who? who it would who have to be. It, it would have to be somebody British, obviously, right, yeah. who as a wrestler, ideally. Right. Okay. Okay. Some... Who would be willing to gain a great deal of weight for the part? Right. Who? Um, has acted before, maybe in a show like Endeavour or something. He's very unhealthy. Good at accents. Good at accents. Right. Um, gregarious personality. Right. Uh, and somebody who has a significant figure in British wrestling currently as well. I think that would be important. Anyway, we will hopefully talk about this down the line uh, because it's it would be a very emotive show. But yeah, I mean, we, Greg Dykes in it and everything. Greg Dyke, the old... Uh, Fuck me, so Bingo Balance is going to be Hi. Mm-hmm. Amazing. What did you say? Of course. What did you say there? Why would Greg Dyke no be in it? Of course he's going to be in it. Of course, mate. He'd be the big fucking villain. I don't watch wrestling on TV anymore. It's a pile of shit. Listen, Look at me try to get over my Maybe they knock this fucking idea, by the way. This is, see, now I've said this out loud. If anybody if anybody tries to pitch this anywhere else, you know that it's been knocked for here. And this will be um, this will be getting pitched to all the major broadcasters uh, very soon. I and was please. actually thinking genuinely... Well, why put this to you as well, boys? I was actually thinking of pitching this to WWE as well. Oh, I did die. Yeah. Why? I think it would be a great. The WWE Network have never done anything like this. They've never done like a drama. And I think um, it could be. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Just BBC Scotland. Fuck's sake, mate. I I, I, I can't make it for fucking two, Bob. (laughs) Elaine C. Smith is Big Daddy's (laughs) wife. Anyway, Why are we just thinking about Big Daddy's wife? Jordan Young plays Greg Dyke. As if this is like the key. Oh, that's good, but... Who does? Jordan Young playing Greg Dyke. That's fucking nah. great, man. Nah. Kyle Customs wrestling figure maker extraordinary. He's too handsome. Jordan's too handsome. But handsome people are villains, no? Hey, uh, Jordan hey. is Kendall Nagasaki. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're that. <laughs> 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 Because obviously somebody would need to play Kendo Nagasaki, by the way, in it. <laughs> so Kyle Customs wrestling figure maker extraordinaire. He wants to bury the fact that females never event uh, main event war games, especially after the match they put on. And he wants to put over his newborn's Ultimate Warrior baby grow. Fantastic. Oh, and on the Warrior Baby Grow. I wish we had a photo of that. Please do mm-hmm. send a picture of that. Willie Jakes, 2024, wants to put over AEW Dynamite for last week, one of the best so far, and Barry Retribution, the whole thing, has been a shambles for the start. Bronze Cello, friend of the show, wants to put over Coach Trip on last week's show. He, that was a great... We need to get Coach Trip back on, because that guy's yeah. got me a story, and he's so funny. Um, even, uh, I have to say, my uh, mother-in-law, Rose, 
I've spoken about before on the show. Loved, uh, loved Coach Trip on telling his stories. Uh, uh, ICW on the network again is good, says Bronze Cello. And the Jason Reed versus Ian Skinner match. Impact AEW working relationship is good stuff. Hopefully we're going to get some amazing dream matches in 2021. And he wants to bury a night out with the undisputed era for last Wednesday's NXT. No. What the fuck is the deal with Adam Cole, man? Right, because I thought to myself, I'm no, I'm being hard on these boys, right? And I thought, I'm going to tune in and watch. That, that guy, a fucking stiff breeze could blow that cunt out. Mm. What's going on with Adam Cole? The guy's shrinking. If anything, he's getting smaller. Am I right? Am I right, John? Is he getting smaller? Aye, I think they've run their course now. I'd, I'd be honest. <gasps> I, I think the undisputed era, the right, the wrong booking decision was made at War Games. Uh, Pat McAfee's boys should have went over and they did this whole like bronze chills referring to that whole segment they did in NXT last week where they're all wearing suits and going to dinner. It was fucking pish. Well, mate, John, I am glad that you will now shut up about the undisputed era because I tell you, it was becoming an undisputed Eric. <laughs> <laughs> right, Percy. I don't know, Percy, how y'all know, Percy? Has said my soon-to-be ex-wife would like to put over Grado, Rab and producer John for being the thinking woman's relish throughout this erotically turbulent year. Fuck knows what that means, but I know I shouldn't be happy about it. Uh, sorry to hear that, Percy, now. Your wife fancies us, Percy. You wrote Percy, didn't you? I wrote that sketch in Tune of Fat, by the way. That's what Fucking I was referencing sketch, there. Mate. Okay, so thanks for that. <laughs> Now, Gradle is going to read you some Patreon information, which is very crucial uh, as this pandemic continues because me and Gradle, I mean, Gradle's getting plenty of work, obviously. He's doing pantomime. He's got the radio shows in the morning. He's got the Hugman A show with the murderers. Uh, but Rab is sitting in the house. Um, so get your money into the Patreon and help your, help your old dad out. Right, tell him, Hawk. All right, uh, so... Get more Wrestling Daft content at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. You can even get signed up for a year as a wee Christmas present to yourself. And if you do that, we're going to give you look. And if you do that, we're going to give you 10% off. We've set up free tiers, which you can choose to get involved with at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. But first, a shout out to Willie, who has unadopted his panda in order to sign up to the Patreon. That's funny, man. Tier 1 Cruiserweight Champion, which is $4 a month, and that you get a patron-only chat community. Ad-free versions of all the episodes, early access and random bonus content, you get the video version of the Marks podcast. You also get to vote on what you want to see featured in the list of Wrestling Daft and for the Marks Fantasy Booking Island. Tier 2 is the Intercontinental Champion, which is $10 a month, you get everything in Tier 1 as well, as video version of the podcast each week. You get bonus episodes up there just now, you can get Rab on Wrestling. The first two parts of Grado, It's Your Style Story and RF Shoot Video as Grado interviews Rab. Plus, in the next couple of weeks, a special edition of the Marks WrestleMind, The Biz Knocks, as we take on John and Gary in a special Attitude Era quiz in order to see who has brand supremacy. But the Marks will have the dafties of 2020. Just a wee note to say that we, we were offered this this match, John, uh, Rab, weren't we? And we... Uh, we and we said we're not burying ourselves by having it today with any time in wrestling. Yeah, Especially no, now because that. I don't watch it. It's anyway. an attitude era quiz now, yeah. We've, we've, right. we've leveled the playing field. So we can host them. So uh, No, can... we've not leveled the fucking playing field. We've just made it more interesting for I'm not answering questions about Adam Cole's best match and all that kind of stuff. User, isn't he? 
Um, I'm answering questions. Listen, I'm not worried. I can't even remember that actually either, either. So you're going to get horsed regardless. I can do it. boys, oh, you work with. Don. Grado they boys a- you work with on that Marks podcast. I mean, they are they are watching their wrestling all the time. They're single men. They're virgins. They've got nothing <laughs> else to watch your wrestling. So it's going to be tough for us. I'm good at that shit, mate. I'm the best in my football podcast getting like the 90s stuff, aren't I, John? Yeah, no, you're very good, Grado. Uh, and also, you can join our Patreon pay-per-view parties. Producer John is thinking of doing a live one for TLC on the 20th if MD is up for it. Tier 3, you're the World Heavyweight Champion, which is $20 a month, and you get everything in the previous tiers, as well as a free wrestling daft shirt design of your choice, but you must be signed up for a minimum of three months, plus to get featured on one of our shows as one of our marks, or do a run-in on the show. I've just realised everybody that does a run-in pays $20 a month, that's quite mad. So if you fancy that, becoming one of our patrons, sign up now at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft, as we would love to welcome you to the roster. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, it's the part of the show where we invite you, the listener, to do our run-in. This week, let's welcome back to the show uh, one of our most loyal uh, listeners. It is Colin, who you might remember uh, as a new father. And he, we wanted him to join us for a Christmas update. Oh, but he is contacting us from a car where he is on the run after right, killing his ex-wife's, uh, his ex-wife and his ex-wife's boyfriend, and he's currently on the motorway on the run <laughs> in a car just now. So how are you doing, mate? What's happening? You all right? Uh, we're you all right. What are you? What are you doing in your motor? I'm grafting, mate. I'm working. What are you? What, what are you doing? I'm working, man. I'm out in my motor so that my gaffers don't fucking catch me zooming into a podcast. What are you doing? Oh, you fucking love this, man. I just get moved away from the runway there, man. I work at aero systems at Presswick Airport. Just doing sit- I was doing sitting there waiting on zooming in there. I was right next to the fucking runway and fucking security came and moved me the fucks. No way, man. So you work Wait. at the airport? No, I work next to the airport building planes. Building oh, planes, man. We build wings. You build wings, fucking hell, man! Aye, fucking hell, mate! So, like, if you have if you have a bad day and build, just build, a, put the ring screw in the wing. Fucking four hundred people are dead. <laughs> that is tremendous. Do you get to fix it to the plane, or do you like, make the no, wing and then no, we, parts? It, see if you imagine, like, we build like a chassis for the wing, mm-hmm. and then it gets sent down to Broughton, and then it all gets put on the plane. Aye, but that. is it the chassis for the wing or the chassis for the full bafter of the plane? It says chassis for the wing. We build, I build the trailing edge in my hangar and they build the leading edge in that hangar. And then you work in a, a hangar, mate? Aye, mate. It's just oh, a big fucking do factory. Do you, do you basically uh, put the holes in the wing and also the, the the fuel can get in it? Well, I think the the wing acts as like one whole big uh, fuel tank. Is it not? Aye, and it balances it all out, doesn't it? It does so, mate, aye. Wait a minute, the fucking fuel is in the wing? <laughs> aye, mate. <laughs> I know, did you know how, did you know that? No. <laughs> That's mad, isn't it? So hold on, so you're basically, when you're in a plane, you're basically sitting inside a bomb? 
Oh, dat is de hele wereld waar ze allemaal over is. Ik ben doen, ik ben fucking doen, hè? Fucking hell, mate. You don't get that fucking chat in Jim Carnet's show, by the way. No, you don't know. Fuck Jim Carnet, by the way. Too right, mate. Too right. Because he's so negative, mate. Everything's just negative, negative, negative. Why am I spreading a bit of positivity about the place? You are a very cunt's face. Fuck him, man. You are a very positive guy. Is it because? Do you think you're a positive guy because you make wings and you genuinely make people fly? Do you think that, that means no, that's mate. why you're positive? I don't think I was a lot positive but a long time before I come in here. I'm surrounded by a lot of negativity, mate. See, when you stay in a council estate and you're just surrounded by a lot of, I don't know, poverty is the right word, but... Well, I thought we were only exactly fucking blessed. But when you're surrounded by that much negativity, everybody needs a wee lift every now and again. Nice haircut, John! Check oh, that out! Thanks, God, thanks. You're looking suave, my he man. He looks like he should be in a boy band, didn't he? John looks like as if he should be in a boy band. I look, <laughs> no, about, I look about no. 60. Grado's, Grado's looking on. Grado's just looking much. I think I'm looking all right today. Nah, you're looking all right today. I'm nah, I'm supposed to. You know I'm what I mean? Have you ever phoned any clients? No, mate, this is that. This is the only time I've ever been interactive with fucking anything. I'm not that guy, man. But this is this is my main source of entertainment for a week. Really? Aye, man. I look for it to this every fucking week. Yeah. It's like, and then I come fucking oh, wait here last I come on the last time it was like fucking remember the lassies get cancelled because they were following fucking Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker at Wrestlemania and then they get bumped off the kid that's what I felt like the last time I was on I fucking followed remember we barely with the chair it went viral and all that <laughs> I fucking I, mate, I was on the fucking week after him and then I come on fucking and then you weren't even on the fucking show grade though your bum didn't let you on the show or aye Mate, we, I mean, we we were suffering even after we Billy came on. We were like, fuck's sake, man. He should be hosting this programme. Uh, I know, really. man, I know. He was good, though. People were having he was good, wasn't he? He was good. Yeah, why was why good. are we in with that funny grey, though? He's is it because just... we're old? Do you think it's age? Do you, think you're... No, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Let me answer. Can I answer this, please? I yeah. think it is that you used to know that he's a funny guy. I think that guy's just an unconscious comedian. I don't think he knows how fucking funny he is. Oh, I don't know. There was a fucking, there was something. Don't get me wrong. Maybe new, maybe new, but he just went fucking viral. Never on his belly, big boys. But no, see when he was saying they hang. See when he said that. See when he was saying they hang. He had a wee fucking twinkle in his eye. Like he, he had the part. He was a natural. I think. But he's 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 a TikTok star now. You know he does TikToks and fucking. He'll be on fucking. He's going to Ariana Grande now. He's going to Ariana Grande. He's going with Dana for this game. <laughs> That's funny, man. He's got me dinner for this. Game. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. So what's, your, what's your plans for Christmas, man? What, what's, what's your plans for Christmas? What's anybody doing at fucking Christmas, mate? <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. You, I'm gonna stuff. You... I'm gonna stuff my face. I'm not a big drinker, man. So I'm gonna stuff my face and get high on life. What do you get, turkey? Mm, don't know. I'm going on Mars, man. So I'm gonna make, uh, I'm gonna make some chicken and rice soup, some stovies, no. some macaroni, Grado. Oh, See, before you tell me your macaroni recipe, because I, because I, I, I want to hear it. Um, I bought a soup maker last year and it's fucking gave up dust in the cupboard for the last. Right. See the soup maker. Mm -hmm. Does it does it make your soup go watery as fuck? Mate, I must admit, you can. There's two bits that you can put it, it smooth or you can do it chunky. Aye. See how on Saturday, man. Wow, I saw this on. Um, what do you call him? James Martin. He does Saturday's Kitchen. We was on uh, this morning last week. He made a country nearly set himself on fire, but he was making curried. <laughs> he was making curried cauliflower, 
curried cauliflower soup and I swear to God, I done it in the soup maker Saturday night and it was tremendous. And all it was, a shitload of cauliflower, um, a shitload of, fuck, what was it? <laughs> cauliflower, fuck me now. Cauliflower, onion, milk, curry powder and fucking maybe a bit of garlic and you just throw it in and see 20 minutes later, Came out, it was fucking tremendous, man. And did you do this in your soup maker? Soup maker, and it literally takes 10 minutes. Well, what is a soup maker? It's not a pot, is it? It's a, it's like a big, massive flask, mate. It's about a flask the size of a, like, um, like a fire extinguisher. And you just literally, you don't do you soap, s- fuck off. You spray the soup after it's finished, <laughs> you fucking spray it in your mouth. But let me literally, it's the easiest fucking thing ever, man. I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get right and tap it, man. I'm gonna start having lunch that instead of going. You're not a soup guy. You're not a soup I'm guy. I'm not a soup guy. I'm, I mean, I'll put my hands up the room, man. I'm fucking. I'm a bit of him, a bit of him made soup, man. Crusty little tiger loaf. Tiger loaf, I know there's a lot of Tiger, tiger loaf is delicious, isn't it? I'll tell, is you it. What, I'll tell you what, there's no fucking homemade soup that's better than Heinz tomato soup. I've seen a hang on fucking Pat and Holly when was it yesterday morning. I'm Bachelor, by the way. I don't just sit about the house. Uh, he says that some guy was fucking in, getting out of the show you all the shit that was fucking for sale this year that you, you need to go and buy. It was like right. a wee fucking, it was like a wee oven hang, right? And Pat, Pat was like, oh, I've got one of them at home. And then he fucking, they says that it cooks a 12 inch pizza in one minute. A frozen pizza really? in a minute. What is that? Oh, I don't know. What is listen, what is an air fryer, by the way? I've heard I've got one of them. What is I've a fucking air fryer? They're superb. I've got an air fryer down the stair, mate. Tidy. Basically, mate, all you do is let's see. We we I've made the best ever chicken wings ever with that. You just put the chicken wings in and you put a doda uh, garlic oil in it, buffed, and you you press chicken wings and it does it in twenty minutes and it is tidy. It makes your chips dead crispy. It makes fucking see if you if you've got like pakora and all that for the freezer shop, shove that in, and you just put a wee dot of oil, and it comes out amazing. Hope you're I enjoying. Mean, re- hope you're enjoying wrestling daft every day. <laughs> <laughs> My gran used to have a pot for her chips, man. Right, and then like see when she was by making them, like the fucking the aisle in it would go oh, fucking. It would be like by the lard or something. Like, ah, aye, it comes and goes right, hard. Aye. aye, but then she would just put it back in the cupboard, and then the aye. next time she put it and heat it up. I just, but that's all right, I think, isn't it? Because by the time it gets to back up to that boiling temperature, here's a story, right? See the chip fat? The chip fat you used to get in a, a, a chip pot. I, I remember my sister used to make tablet all the time, right? And she made it absolutely oh, 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 And she, okay. she'd make tablet for for the whole family, right? But I would always come home and I'd sneak into the fridge and she'd have a tablet setting in a plate and cut into squares and I would always go in and just tan fucking loads of it before anybody else could get their hod on it, right? But one day she made tablet and I came home from school, right? This was like when I was in second when I was in secondary school. I came home from school, I was maybe fourth year or something. She says, I've made tablet, it's in the fridge, and I went in and I grabbed a big fucking junk of tablet that was in the fridge and walloped it right into my mouth and it was fucking chip fat. I was like, I right, fucking home and my mouth fucking disgusting chip fat. It was a treat. She just she just at Halloween there, I swear to God, I had some fucking tablets sitting next to my cooker and my mate come in and he was like, is that a bit of tablet? I was like, no, it's crease for the fucking pan. It's crease for mistakes. I was making for it in my fucking cupboard that he's fucking ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, very good. Well, mate, listen. Thanks so much for jumping back on. Particularly He's when questions. You, when you, oh, you've got you got questions. Have you got questions still? We still do that. We don't need questions yeah. when he's coming Is back. Is it still socially acceptable to like Michael Jackson? Yeah. 
Hey, well, listen, I still listen to Michael Jackson, I must admit, a day. I was listening to Thriller before, like, about Airman, and I was like, I was dancing away in that, and I was like, oh, man, I don't know if this is, I don't know if I should tell folk that's what I'm dancing to. Mate, don't you be fucking distracted when you're putting the wings together, let me just say, just, just, oh, you mate. stay focused. Oh, don't worry about it, mate, it's not as, it's not as fucking glamorous as it sounds. I was listening to Michael Jackson live in Bucharest at the weekend, mate, I don't think there's, I think you can get away, but there's other people. <laughs> what were you doing in Bucharest? I've been in Bucharest. Come on. Ah, mate, you, I swear to God, I know it was, and I'll tell you, when, it's official. The Cumnock accent is the fucking best accent in the world. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, I was yeah, talking exactly. about my, Do you know, French, do you know um, French accent. Sorry. What's her face for Deacon Blue? What do you call the lead singer? Aye, she's become it. She's become it, man. We were talking Aye. about it on Monday, man, and I was just telling her it's the fucking best, and she got. And she get right into it. She started talking, coming up, talking. It was fucking brilliant. The skull and her taze and fucking fowler and porridge and skull and the doctor. Fowler, aye. Stephen, I'll even. Stephen, I'll even. I'll even. Oh, yeah. Even. Ah, let's get out of you. Cheers, Cole. Thanks so much. Hey, hey, Cheers, man. Mate. Thank you. Love Thanks, you guys, man. man. Thanks very much. Right. Have a nice Cheers, Christmas. Thanks, please. Nice day. Bye bye. Brilliant. Right, if you're looking for the ultimate stoking filler for Christmas, Look no further because Manscaped have got the tools to make you win this year's Stoking Stuffer competition. Manscaped is the only brand dedicated to the below the waist grooming area, hygiene products and great news, they've just released their products across Europe, Canada and Australia. And I'll tell you what right now, I've been sent two Manscaped kits, right, and they are sublime. I've opened one of them and the other one is being kept in case possibly I get Barry Ferguson and the Secret Santa and the Glory Radio. You'll be getting that. That's actually... I'm just keeping my head right now what I'm going to do, but that is what I'm going to do. Even if I get Joe the newest guy, he's getting it too. So, um, because I've already got my Manscaped and I've used it recently. Um, because anytime I like to make appearances in the TV, I like to make sure that my balls are fresh. And on Monday there at the BBC, I was filming something for Hug Me and I was... I put the leotard on for the first time since March. It was very, very emotional. I was busting out it. I felt very, very uncomfortable. However, I was thinking positive, knowing the fact that my boys were shiny, hygienic, smooth and bald. So, a few of the products that are prime stocking stuffers this season are the Crop Preserver. It's basically body odor, and the name speaks for itself. You know what uh, boys are reeking? You want nice, hygienic, Perfect, perfumed, smelling boys. And tell you what, I've used it, and I'm actually quite sensitive down there, and I'm prone to a wee rash or two, but ever since using the Crop Preserver, that's never, ever been the case. The Crop Reviver is a ball toner. It's basically a spray-owned toner that gives your boys that little slice of heaven with their aloe vera and hazel extracts. And that aloe vera extract cools your boys down, not to the point where it's nippy, it's relaxation at its finest. The Crop Cleanser, that's a body wash. So once you've shaved your boz, you get in the shower, it's a full body wash, and you can also use it in your hair as well. I do that as well because it's sent it's insensitive, should I say. Basically I use this uh, mad shampoo that stops you from getting dandruff. And I've stopped using that now for the crop cleanser because it does the exact same job that the, what this does. The crop mop ball wipes, well you never know when an opportunity strikes. So you always need to be prepared, that's all I'm going to say about that one. Ball wipes, you don't even need to use them in the buzz as well. I've seen me sometimes pull their foreskin back and use them there as well. That's a bit too much information. <laughs> However, the foot duster is a foot deodorant and it's designed to keep the stankiest feet smelling fresh. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury 
four-piece nail kit. You're not wanting to be biting your nails this Christmas festive season. Use the Shears 2.0. The Weed Whacker. Nose and Heat. The Weed Whacker. Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer, which provides propriety skin-safe technology to get rid of those nasty hairs. I've got my nose cropper sitting about here somewhere. I use that um, very regularly. And let's not forget about the best trimmer for your arse your buzz and your body. It's a Lawnmower 3.0. That trimmer offers a replaceable ceramic blade with advanced skin safe technology, which helps you reduce grooming accidents and accidents they occur when you're using your own Moz Bic razor. So that's why you want to use the Lawnmower. And these formulations are all vegan, cruelty free. They don't put these uh, ball products on Peri Spaniels. They don't do that. They're dye free. They're sulfate free. And we all know how um, ridiculous using sulfate products can be and they're paraben free so you know that the products are legit you can get 20% off and free shipping as well at manscaped.com with the code wrestling20 whether this is for your partner your da brother friend get them something they will actually use and it's almost sure to get a laugh and I tell you what that's actually a very good point I you get your old da a couple for these boys at Christmas time. I'm sure it'll go down well with all the family as you're tucking into your Yuletide fillings. Uh, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code WRESTLING20. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. Trademark. You just made the list! Every week, we run down a chart of something wrestling related on our list of Ugh. wrestling daft. Oh, here he goes again. You can Come vote for him. You can vote. Sean Michaels and is it free and Mister Perfect sit two and Bret Hart? Oh, fuck off, man. You can vote for what you want us to talk about at Patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft on the run up to the end of the year. We're doing the best wrestling bits of 2020. Oh, this week, once again, we put up best pay per views, but it went against best matches and lost again as best matches go up with 57%. Thanks to our patrons for engaging with us there. If you want to be a patron, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. It is the top three matches of 2020. Grado, you first. Um, <laughs> best match? Fuck, I don't even know if I've Top seen three, your top three, Grado. Top three matches this year. Uh... I seem. Uh... It's all right. No, I don't know, mate. The Brock Lindo. The Brock Lindo. Fuck's sake. Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. That's the best man. Brock Lindo versus. <laughs> That's the fact that's crazy for a singer. I got mixed them up because I was on his Instagram the other day. Selling hash now. I'll do my top three. Okay. Uh, coming in at number three for me. Uh, but my, my number three is Thunder Rosa versus Priscilla Kelly, which was on Primetime Live in 22nd of September, but has now finally been released for everybody to see on YouTube on a NWA Shockwave, which you can see on YouTube, NWA Shockwave Episode 2. And I will encourage everybody listening to a show to watch Thunder Rosa versus Priscilla Kelly on NWA Shockwave Episode 2 because it is a fantastic match. It goes about 40 minutes or something. It's a big, long brilliant women's wrestling match and it's a real I think it's a we all know how good Thunder Rosa is but um, Priscilla Kelly really steps up does a lot of kind of um, unorthodox stuff it's just a great match my third favourite match of the year uh, what do you think of that Gredo? that's a good match that man you've not even fucking watched it go and watch it watch that match number two 
It is, we're heading to Japan. We're heading to Japan, guys, for number two, and it's Go Shiozaki versus Katsuhiko Nakajima. Mm-hmm. 22nd of November, 20th anniversary show for Noah. Uh, these guys have gone at it in the ring many a time. It's one of the great... For one of the things, it's a wrestling match. It's a kind of Japanese wrestling match that I like. It harks back to early Noah. It harks back to late All Japan. Um, these guys go way back as well. They've had encounters, and uh, it's just a, it's just a, a great Japanese wrestling match, hard hitting, uh, emotional match, which is worth you checking out. And either you seen that one? No, um, I've not. I'm, I'm, I missed that one. one. All right, here's one it's you will. Here's one you will have seen. Number one, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso, Clash of the Champions. Ah, yes, yeah, it was good. Clash of Champions, Clash of Champions 2020, Reigns versus Uso. Um, I think one of the most significant matches of Roman Reigns' career. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most important matches of the no audience era because it showed a new way to do storytelling in the ring. I think it is going to be, as the years go by, it's going to be looked back on as a kind of turning point match in the story of professional wrestling. It was a match that also had Jey Uso really step up into a new role. Uh, it's a match that has, I think, um, really been the mark of a new direction for the WWE ever since. And uh, I just loved it. I loved everything about it. Uh, I thought it was two guys working beautifully in the ring and I thought the storytelling was amazing and I thought all the dialogue within it was great. It was like watching a fucking movie. It was brilliant. Um, my favourite match of the year. Uh, so that's my top three. What do you think, guys? Was that good? Did you enjoy that? Yeah, no, I did. I did. I, did. Uh, I must go and check out that Thunder Rosa match. You should also watch the Shiozaki and Nakajima match. I think you would enjoy yeah, that. Yeah. You would enjoy that, John. Uh, okay, so Chris has been in touch. He says this year's Royal Rumble was the best match for him this year. That's interesting. So different in such a feel-good moment we drew. That's true. That's true. Uh, seems decades ago now. Ain't that the truth? Steve says Walter versus Dragunov. Even as a very casual viewer these days, I went out my way to find the time to watch this. And for 20 or more minutes, they went full steam, super stiff in an empty room. It shows you can put on a good match without an atmosphere generated by fans. Uh, you know... Uh, yeah, Paul uh, says Grado versus Alexa was his favourite match oh, of the year. Um, or the Stadium Stampede. Stadium Stampede was good. I thought everybody hated that. John stadium liked Stampede it. Was good. Stadium Stampede was really good. Right, okay, okay. That was the I best remember. cinematic match of the year, definitely. I remember John liking that. Right. Uh, Derek, Derek says the parking lot fight between best friends, uh, best friends versus Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, Mania 85 suggested the Young Bucks versus Omega and Hangman at Revolution by a huge margin. No, I've watched that, I've watched that match. That was too long, man. I've watched that match, and that is the definition of an overrated match, by the way. <laughs> it's me, isn't it? That is the definition of a fucking Fuck overrated you, match. You know it was a good match. I enjoyed it, but I agree with Grado, actually. It did feel as if it was too long, kind of ponderous in places. Uh I'm I'm looking forward to Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega in 2021. Though I kind of feel he's Kenny came out and joined AEW, and I think he has been extremely unselfish in that company. I think he's been helping to put other people lower. I think he's been doing a lot of work behind the scenes. I think he did not come in and step into the position that he maybe you could argue that he should have stepped into, which was right up the top of the curb. Uh, but I think no. Knew he's, he knew he is going to get Kenny. He's going to get the chance now to be who he should be in AEW, and I'm looking forward to that. I see that fucking Young Bucks and Omega and Hangman right there 
four of the most talented guys, right? A match like that, to me, that's just the skill in that is... Obviously, we're skilling doing what they do, but in terms of... It's just remembering. Remembering. And let's see how many things we can kick out. There's mm. n it just doesn't get... I don't know, man. They are fucking tremendous wrestlers, all four of them. But for me, if you want to do something like that, Keep it. I mean, I have a cheap bar, something cheap, but fucking ten minutes, man. Geez, it that day. They all have. They they, they really are all brilliant wrestlers. These guys, right? Um, and I think Page is. But I think Hangman Page is brilliant. Mm -hmm. I have a thing with the young bucks, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is because they're they're extremely talented wrestlers. I think they're just no my kind of wrestler. Do you know what I mean? They I think it's just no my kind of wrestling, and I, I and, and I think they. Here's the thing, they, I think there is an argument that they are one of the greatest tag teams there's ever been, right? I think that's, you can easily say they're one of the greatest tag teams there's ever been, but I'm no mad on tag team wrestling. and I've, n I've never been mad on tag team wrestling, if I'm being honest. I enjoy watching a tag match here and there and stuff, but I've it's never been something I've hugely... I love it when a tag team splits up. I love it when a tag team splits up. So, so I suppose they'll just know really, you know... Their style as they make up a tea because what the young buck style is to me is a, a very kind of despite the fact that they're very modern and how they wrestle, it, it's, it's still a very classic tag team dynamic they go for, you know what I mean? Um, anyway, blabbering on about actual wrestling here, we should be talking about soup, uh, right? <laughs> Scott says the Firefly Funhouse match at Mania, loved every second of it. No, I forgot about that. That was mental, wasn't it? It wasn't really a match, though. Was it wasn't it? really a match, though. It was a segment, I would say. Dylan says Stadium Stampede. Massively entertaining. Still the best cinematic match I've seen. Colin, finally, some sense from Colin saying Roman versus Jay Uso at whatever pay-per-view that was a couple of weeks ago. Surely he's meaning Clash of Champions, right? He's meaning he's meaning the first one. Sandy says I'd go for Walter versus Dragunov, 100%, but a close second has to be a forgotten classic because it feels so long ago. Tyler Bate versus Jordan Devlin at TakeOver Blackpool. Phenomenal matches. That was a good match. Mm -hmm. uh, puts to shame nearly everything main roster has put out all year. Andy says Noam Dar versus Stevie Boy for the ICW title at the square goal. It was a lot of fun. God, that seems a long time ago, didn't it? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's it seems you were at you were at that event. Did you must have seen that one, Greg, or did you not bother looking for <laughs> that one? Hold on, I'm not I'm I'm on Was it this year? I was on I, an ICW show. No, was it no it wasn't no um the big one last year? I was there, I was here in Lothian, wasn't it? Aye, aye, that was good, that. Fuck me, man, I can't... It's... That was my best match left. Feels like 100 years ago. Um, uh, the altercation between a returning DCT and Jackie Polo was something else too. Not a match I know, but it blew the roof clean after SWG3. Hard to believe it took place in a shit show that was 2020. Ross says it's got to be Water versus Dragonov, an absolute belter from belt to belt. Jennifer, maybe we'll see some representation for women's wrestling here. No, I'm hoping. And no particular order. Jordan Grace versus Diona Parazzo in a 30-minute Iron Woman match. Beautiful. Bailey versus Sasha Banks at Hell in a Cell, which was a great match, by the way. I watched that one, day. Which only just... Could have could have made it only my last... That was a great match. Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 36. Just like uh, your man Grado says. Also not a match, but Kaylee Ray for holding the NXT UK belt for over a year. Hashtag forever champion. And Stephen... Says so the Young Bucks versus Hangman Omega was tremendous in front of an absolutely wild crowd in Chicago. Hey, do you remember crowds? So that was interesting. That, but I would um, listen. I'm not going to tell Gredo to watch the uh, Japanese wrestling match, right? Because he's 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 no the biggest fan. But I, I would, would rather no. That's bollocks. I'd rather watch a Japanese match than half of that other shit. Gredo, I would say you to try and watch that Thunder Rosa and Pris Priscilla Kelly match. I think you would like it. Right. Okay. No, I, I definitely think, will. I'll I think you would it. like it. I'll get, um, I'll get into it. 
some good defensive period. Some good intensity, and again, you can see that on YouTube. Uh, NWA Shockwave episode two. Woo! Uh, so, aye, Christmas isn't far away, remember everybody, so why why not buy the loved one in your life a wrestling daft t-shirt? And now we have brand new designs. Yes, brand new designs. New. new designs. New designs, finally, including um, the mark is here with a picture of the wrestling daft belt. Brilliant. No, this is my, I'm getting one of these t-shirts. Wrestling's Kid On, it says on it. Wrestling's Kid On is a fucking great t-shirt, isn't it? And the immortal quote for the immortal Hulk Hogan on a t-shirt, you can have it on your own t-shirt. Good night, Hulkamaniacs and Jabroni Marks without a life. I don't know it's a work when you work a work, work yourself into a shoot, Marks. Get that for yourself on that wrestling daft t-shirt. I'm just waiting for the lawsuit to come from the Hulk. Yeah, I know. Season to sis is going to come, in it? It won't last that one, I don't think. That could be limited edition. <laughs> How good would it be to get a season to sis after Hulk Hogan? That'd, That'd be, be fucking right? great reading it out on the show. No, only that. We all, I will say, Hogan, we'll take it down if you come down. If you come on the show, we'll take them off sale. Anyway, t-shirts are great. Oh, aye, t-shirts are great. No, only that though. We also have hoodies, face masks, phone covers, trucker caps, bum bags, aprons, aprons. Yep, new on the uh, new on wrestling daft. You can get a wrestling daft apron, so you can do your cooking with it. Because a new, new Grado would like that. Ah, that is good. That'll do me when I'm using my suit maker. Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft for all that. Stuff you'll find, of course, are classic designs such as Alexa, who's Graham Steveley, I'm a Mark, Crud, Chips, Cheese, and Donnie, and I'm a wrestler. Tay, loads of stuff. Just jump on and have a look. Check out our range at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. No, or check out the links on our Facebook page or Twitter at wrestling daft. No, imagine, imagine you were a wrestler on the way back for a show and you wanted to pop the boys. What's the one story? you could tell that would put you over. Well, me and Grado were jumping in the motor and we want to tell your story. So let's get this motor started. You're driving, Grado, right? I'm in the passenger seat. Oh, here we go, man. Tell you what, I've fucking done my shoulder tonight, by the way. Aye. I wish I could give you some pills or whatever, but I don't touch them. No, you get nothing? Oh, fuck, man. Jesus. I've not, I've, I don't touch. I don't touch any of that. What kind of wrestler are you, man? Well, my mom, man, she she's older than me. Fell at a young age. Not not to touch drugs. See, when we drive past junkies now at school, she'd always say things like, "See that junkie there? I went to school with him. He was one of the smartest boys in the year, and he took drugs. And look what's happened to him." I mean, obviously it was bullshit for her part, because every junkie we drove past for five years was apparently in her class. <laughs> But it worked, mate. Never, never touched the thing. Even when my mates were doing buckets, I didn't bother. Anyway, so I tell you, so I grew up. Take me to the left here. There's a wee, there's a good food place down here. Aye, right, cool. What are you fancy tonight? Oh, I don't know, man. Just, just whatever. But there's a couple of good wee places down here. Aye, sure. Sorry, carry on, mate. Sorry, much eat day, mate. So anyway, I, I mean, I grew up, man. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I did start going to pubs and clubs, and I was getting pushed. Even when cunts were doing lines in the clubs, man, I never bothered, I didn't fancy it, I just, I suppose my was clock worked. And fast forward a couple of years, man, mind that, mind that music, eh, uh, trio, mind Swedish House Mafia? Oh, that's right. Aye. Hold on, were they, were, were they the ones that worked, um, they worked up the fucking, uh, East Coast Territories? Oh, yeah, so was it a band? Aye, it's a band, mate. Oh, no, sorry, mate, it. sorry, Aye. I thought you were talking talk about a tag team, right? No, 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 this is, this is a mob that, um Remember they were splitting up and they were doing a farewell tour and I can't remember. For some reason the Molly Dane Britain and the nearest city was was Amsterdam. And you can tell where this is gone, can't you? Because it's uh, oh, 
Because me and my, me and a group of the boys, man, we book tickets, we get flights, and I tell, comes today the flight, my baby, and about seven o'clock in the morning, I'm drinking in the house before it, in the airport, I'm on the plane. By the way, side story that afternoon when we were sitting beside me in the flight, and I was hanging over him, I was absolutely busting. So we get to Amsterdam, right? Always are steaming before the gig, right? And we went to one of the boys' mates for the football team, right? And there's a joint getting passed about, right? <laughs> you know the story, man. Billy, a big boss here, man. Decides I'm going to try my first ever narcotic and see after a full day of drinking. So it takes one puff it, and I literally mean one puff of this joint and see about 30 seconds later. Start feeling sick now. Fucking stop. Into the toilet. Try and wipe you. Face plant the toilet. Pass out. <laughs> and I'm in this random guy's hotel room. My mates, they couldn't wake me up, right? And I had to had to get a hotel staff. No joy for him, because it was... Uh, I need joy for him, so they ended up... They ended up phoning an ambulance. So I wake up about four bells in the next morning, right? Missed the entire concert. Doctor told me I was technically in a mild coma. <laughs> Somebody also dipped my pockets so I didn't have my phone, wallet or anything. I had to get a taxi back to the hotel and wake up my mate to go and buy the taxi. Anyway. Let's be one puff in a joint. <laughs> That's it. Oh, and for the next stop. morning, right, the 40 passed. The next morning, see the 40 and me passed out with the paramedics all about me. Definitely doing the rounds on social media. That's how my moth on it, poor woman. See, tap it off. The entire story was trending on Twitter under the hashtag, hashtag one puff. <laughs> I'm sure my mate Steve still has me saved in his phone as one draw McGraw. <laughs> she just added on to that, right? Aye. I was putting a drip and the doctor said about the coma, he says, he says, eh, uh, he asked me for payment. Now can they provide the payment because of the dip pocket? So they had to take my details. I tell you, they chased me up for about a year after I get home, but I kept ignoring it. Eventually, I, I got a phone call saying I had a warrant out and we wouldn't be allowed back into Holland. But anyway, I went back a few years with a girlfriend a few years later who's now my wife. No warrant, so obviously bullshit. However, I did try a joint again and hit another badging. <laughs> What's the feeling in my legs? Waited at the bus stop on the way home. Tell your ab. Never again. Oh man, I'm glad to hear you're not touching any of that stuff anymore, my man. Beautiful here. Let's open here for some ribs. We'll get some fucking ribs in here. Let's pop in here, man. I'll get it, right? You don't mind if I spark up a big spliffer on this here? There's your out. Beautiful. And who was it? Who was it? The who was provided that story? Story was brought today from Chubster Jason. <laughs> One of our patrons. As if he's not fucking embarrassed himself enough, he's calling himself Chubster Jason as well. <laughs> that was brilliant. Jason, but aye, That's the kind go. of stories we're wanting. That's what we're wanting. This is Perfect my favourite segment of the show. This is the kind of stories we're wanting. Anyway, Rob, for me, this has been an absolute fantastic show. We've covered, oh, it's been a good one. Covered a it's lot of a, progress. It's been a, it's been a good one. Uh, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us in wherever you get your podcasts. We go twice a week now, so you can catch us on a Friday in the Marks podcast on a Tuesday. Next week, they've got Gary's chat with Double A himself. Gary's getting into a bit of a Double A situation next week. A bit of Double A for Gary. A Double A-no for Gary. Well done, man. That's good for him, Next man. week. I, Gary's I, I into a bit of Double A-no. 
on his OnlyFans. Get on Gary's OnlyFans. <laughs> Only kidding, Gary. I love you. Also, hey, remember to get on our Patreon. Who is she interview next week? Who? Oh. Hi, the batteries, no, the wrestling company. Oh, listener of the ah, week. Well. well, let's go back and have a wee look. I think our listener of the week should be. I don't know if it ain't. Aye, let's get you Chubster. Man. The story was great, so let's Aye. get you Chubster. That was well really done, good. Chubster Jason. And I'm glad you came out your coma, mate. <laughs> also remember to get on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to check out the video version of all this nonsense. Why not buy yourself a t-shirt? Like we said, shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft cradle. It has been a pleasure. Uh, and I'll see you next week, mate. I'll we'll see catch you up next again. Week, and you, of course, John, we'll never forget our, our custodian, our, in a sense, our, um, our prison warden, in a sense, yeah. our, our pool. ally. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Outrageous. John the Hur. Um, he's got a nice. John the Hur McAnally. He's got a nice wee. <laughs> he's got a nice wee. He's wee Gredo figure of there right behind him. I can see it. And a picture behind your figure of yourself as PC Hugh McCurdy. Right, well, up the road, Gredo is. Thanks I for listening, everybody. Right, we'll see you there. Um, it's yourself then, I hear that. It's yourself. John, where's Eleven. Your Eleven. Get your catchphrase out as well. Oh, uh, keep marking out. <laughs> Audio Frontier. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.